Welcome to another episode of the Coaching Business Podcast with Max Torno and Nikita Gunkowicz. As a coach, consultant, expert, or agency, it is your responsibility to make sure your business grows and thrives constantly. Especially in times like these, it's becoming more and more important to listen to mentors who not only provide you with the right know-how, but who also make sure you can execute the right steps to increase your revenue and scale. Max Torno and Nikita Gunkowicz have shown hundreds of clients how to build and scale successful six and seven seven-figure online coaching, consulting, or agency businesses. And in this very podcast, you will learn their secrets to higher profits, happier clients, and achieving more freedom. Welcome back. Max Torno here in our offices in Kiev. It is just after everybody has left. Team is home. I'm still enjoying the vibes here. And um, I want to talk about how to literally multiply your social media engagement. And what I'm about to tell you is something that nobody talks about. Right? All these weird uh, social media gurus, they're all not making money, all right? Guess what? I am, so I'm going to tell you what actually works, all right? <laughs> it's that simple. The first thing I want to talk about is if you're an online coach, consultant, or an agency owner, Absolutely do use social media. Uh, we use social media on top of uh, paid advertising. I'm not a fan of doing everything organic uh, from a certain size onwards. That means if you're making 10K a month, you should absolutely use some sort of paid advertising on top of your organic. But ultimately, organic is is extremely lucrative when you do it on top of paid advertising. It's basically a hybrid approach that works very, very well. So that's the first thing. Um, don't only do organic, but do organic plus paid advertising if you can afford it. Highly recommend. The other thing is, I get it that you might feel overwhelmed with the huge number of platforms that you have available nowadays. You know, you have you know, the classics, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, now there's TikTok on top of that, even though I'm not a fan of that, still not, still think the audience is too broke, uh, but also things like LinkedIn, uh, which is still underrated as hell, especially in the B2B sphere, but also in the B2C sphere, if you're not on LinkedIn yet, oh my god, Posting on LinkedIn is still hugely underrated and it's so, 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 so easy to go semi-viral there and almost everybody on there has buying power. It's not like Instagram or Facebook where you have to sift through a bunch of kids and people from, um, well, from countries with low buying power. Let's put it that way. It's it's LinkedIn is, is predominantly occupied by people that have a job, aka they have the buying power. Anyways, I digress. <laughs> I get it that you're overwhelmed with the sheer amount of... Um, of platforms that are out there, but let me tell you the following thing. Number one, you can absolutely recycle content across all platforms. Number two, I even do it in a way where I test things on one platform until I strike gold with a post that really resonates with my audience or with the affluent part of my audience. And then what I do is I recreate that type of content for all the other platforms. All right, so number one, it's absolutely possible to recycle content. It's, it's even recommended. Number two, you can actually use the platforms to test and kind of feed off each other. And once you really strike gold, you can basically export a specific type of content to all the other platforms out there as well. And number three is the most important point, the kind of the, the heart of this episode. That is the fact that you have to remain native with your platforms. Native meaning you use the platform in a way it's actually intended. And you adjust a specific type of content 
to that specific platform, all right? Here's how not to do it. I'm gonna give you the wrong way first. Let's say, for example, uh, you have a video content, right? You wanna talk about a specific topic and you put up a video on YouTube and that video is maybe nine, nine minutes long, right? 10 minutes long. Uh, now you wanna share that YouTube with your Facebook audience. So you are gonna post a link on your Facebook that sends people to the YouTube video. That in and of itself is horrible. Uh, one thing that platforms hate more than anything else is when you try to click people away from their platform. So if you link a YouTube video on your Facebook, Facebook hates YouTube, it's their biggest competitor, so it says no thank you. And they're gonna ruin uh, your engagement for that post and for posts to follow as well, so don't do that. Same goes for LinkedIn, same goes for anything else. Uh, Instagram is actually fairly lenient with uh, posting swipe up, call to actions and so on and so forth. That's fine, it's more forgiving, but definitely don't do it on the other platforms such as Facebook or LinkedIn. And then uh, oftentimes you kind of take that video and now you just take it as it is, especially in a 16 to 9 format, the horizontal format. And now you post it as it is on, on IGTV, for example. And now you're also post a link on LinkedIn to the YouTube video, bad idea. That's the wrong thing to do it. Please don't do that. What you gotta understand instead is what each platform is intended to do, right? YouTube, very self-explanatory, videos, makes sense. Not much more to be said about that. Facebook, however, Facebook loves text posts, not the ultra long text posts, but anything that is short enough to kind of fit on, on these little funny colored backgrounds, or at least something that fits into a status. Because what you have to understand is a big, a big, um, a big indicator of how a platform works is, is it, is it scrollable or not? Facebook is a scroll platform, meaning there's a feed and people kind of scroll through the platform. That means if you have a 10 minute video up there, even if you upload it natively, even if you don't even link it, people are very unlikely to just stay and watch it for 10 minutes because they want to keep scrolling. YouTube, on the other hand, is not a scroll platform. You go on YouTube, then you have your home screen, you have a bunch of videos, and then you click on it, right? and then you go watch a video. Um, and that is why Facebook usually likes text-based things. They're trying to do the video stuff and they're trying to compete with that with YouTube, but it just doesn't work because the audience just doesn't doesn't resonate with that. So stay with the text post. You can do picture plus text as well, but out of my own experience, a, a short to medium length text actually works the best. Now, you can literally take the exact content that you've used in your YouTube and you put it over in the text format. Maybe you've even written your uh, your YouTube content. I'm not a big fan of writing YouTube content. If you'd ever look into my notes, the YouTube content is basically the title of the video, the thumbnail, but this is the thumbnail, like what I wanna have written in the thumbnail, but this is more just for my team visuals, what to create in the thumbnail. And then it has like three, four bullet points, just like the bullet points that I wanna hit. And these are just two, three words per bullet point. Uh, that is it. But if you're writing out your YouTube videos, you can kind of base it on that text, the little short form text post that you do. Uh, pro tip, and I'm going deep on here on this episode. I'm actually, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of good ideas just kind of chaotically being thrown at you here. But pro tip for Facebook, um, make sure that the, that the headline really, really, really fits well and the first couple sentences. So, you know, the, the good old marketing rule of thumb is always like, oh, each sentence or each paragraph should kind of uh, serve the purpose to excite the person to read the next paragraph, right? 
Um, so you do that. Uh, what would you do on Instagram with the same topic? Well, Instagram is still a predominantly image-focused platform. I know Instagram, same as Facebook, is trying to hit a lot of the video things with the Instagram TV thing. Uh, then it's trying to rip off the TikTok thing with the reels and the one-minute Instagram feed videos and so on and so forth. They're trying to push it hard, but the audience still isn't digging it. So the best way to post content on Instagram is, by the time of the recording, now May 2021, is still to post a picture, a good picture that engages, and then you can put your content into the caption. That's okay. Instagram actually measures the time people hover over your post before scrolling on. So if you have a caption with an enticing headline and an enticing first couple of paragraphs, that's actually very, very powerful, and that then boosts the engagement of your post. What you would do on LinkedIn is very, very similar. Uh, LinkedIn is a scrollable platform. It is a feed now, right? But nonetheless, the the mental opt-in that people take when they go on LinkedIn is not something that they just open on their phone when they're waiting for the elevator. LinkedIn is something that people willingly go on to. They also don't go on to it every day. They sometimes take a couple days and then they go check their LinkedIn. So while it is a scrollable platform, you can still engage a little bit longer. Videos on LinkedIn work well, although I wouldn't necessarily stretch it that much with super long 10-minute videos. I'm doing that a little bit on my LinkedIn, but I'm thinking about stopping it or at least cutting these videos down significantly. So you can take a YouTube video, you cut it down significantly. Um, and uh, also similarly to Facebook, short form and mid, short length and mid length type of posts actually work very, very well, text-based posts. And uh, if you have a picture, you can put that in there. Although LinkedIn is much, much less lifestyle based, it's more professional based. So if you have a lot of quote unquote boring pictures of yourself, um, then uh, you can post these on, uh, you know, where you're at the office, you work in front of your laptop, these fit very, very well for LinkedIn. And that is it. So understand that you can absolutely recycle content, but also understand that you want to do it in a way so it actually serves the platform. And that means you can be lazy with the recycling content, but at the same time, you put a little bit 10% more effort into it to make sure you're kind of transforming the content so that it actually fits to the platform. And then you'll get amazingly higher much, much higher engagement on that content. And that way you can basically milk, we call this milking, you can milk each and every idea that you have for a post in a way so it fits on every single piece of platform. And that's very, very beautiful. So ultimately this is only a small part of a much larger strategy. The question is, what can I post? What can I post that makes people engage more? What can I post that makes people actually buy from me? The how can I buy from you factor, that's what we call it. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. So if you wanna know how exactly to make social media leverage for your online coaching, consulting, or agency business, then go ahead and book a free consulting call with us over at sevenfigurebusiness.com forward slash call. There's a button, you click that, you fill out the application, then you can book a call with us there. On that call, will you will literally look directly at your business, at your strategy, your lead generation strategy, and we'll basically tell you what exactly it is that you need to do in order to increase your revenue in a way so you can also decrease the amount of time that you personally have to put into that. We've been doing this for many, many years now for our businesses, for our um, partners' businesses, for our clients' businesses. That's all we've been doing for the last years. It's our life. It's my life. 
So if you think you cannot scale your coaching, consulting, or agency business, you can. All right. I, I can literally tell you, you can absolutely do that. I can guarantee you that. If not, book a call with us, prove us wrong. <laughs> so yeah, thank you very much for listening. Talk to you soon. Like I said, the URL is sevenfigurebusiness.com forward slash call and talk to you soon. You like what you've heard today? Then remember, only listening to a podcast does absolutely nothing unless you implement these learnings. Do you want to know if you're a good fit to be working together with Max and his team? Then go to maxtorno.com slash call and apply for a free consultation call. On this 30-minute free consultation, you will be told what exact steps you need to take in order to either start your own online business or scale your existing online business. You will be talking directly to an expert, and together with them, you will be learning how you should position yourself, what prices you should ideally charge, and how you can reach your target audience in the most effective and scalable way. Please remember one important thing. Your online business is not just going to scale itself. You need a mentor who has been there and done it already. A mentor who has helped hundreds of people all around the world not only get to their first six figures, but also scale to consistent seven figures a year. You want to know if you're a good fit for this? Then secure your free consultation call now under maxtorno.com call.